You are about to enjoy a presentation recorded at the 2022 Michigan Conference Camp Meeting held at Cedar Lake, Michigan. We pray that the Lord will bless you as you listen. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this absolutely beautiful day. I thank you for the opportunity you give us to to be here together, to enjoy fellowship and rest and inspiration here at Camp Meeting. But Lord, we also want to be equipped for service. We want to have the tools, the mindset, the the courage to go forward as you direct. Please, Lord, bless our conversation in this time. Help the technology to be cooperative. Help the Holy Spirit to intervene and overtake whatever we lack. And most importantly, Lord, we want to do good service for you so we can finish this work and hasten the coming of Jesus. We pray it all in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Now, I don't know. Let me just... How many of you have tried to log on to BibleStudyOffer.com in the last, I don't know, three or four days? Has anyone here done that? It's, I'm not shaming you if you haven't, but... Okay, so you, how was that interaction? Oh, I'm sorry. I went to the website. Yes. Exactly. You went to the website and it didn't work. Okay. Now, we've never had this happen in the history of BibleStudyOffer.com until the literal days we're doing a seminar on BibleStudyOffer.com <laughs> at camp meeting. And I'm like, all right, let's go to BSO, uh, BibleStudyOffer.com, click and the whole... Now, let me tell you the backstory of why that is, okay? Right now, I mean literally right now, we are transitioning from the old BibleStudyOffer.com, which is not just a new logo, which by the way, don't you like the new logo? Yeah. The branding looks so nice. Tell uh, Brother Cook that we appreciate them. There's a group called Types and Symbols that we've uh, hired out and they do fantastic work. There's other projects you've probably seen and don't even know it's them doing it across the Adventist uh, uh, branding ecosphere and they're doing a great work and we appreciate what they've done with the look, the aesthetic uh, of the fonts and logo and all that kind of stuff. So it's a, it's a good job. And you know, I can't tell you how many people have come up it's like, oh, I like that so much. It's so clean. It's so simple. It's so engaging. It's good. Praise the Lord. That's what we're going for. So. Um, yeah, so right now, we're trans. the bigger part of the, you've seen those pictures of an, like say, a plant, and you just see this much, but underneath it's all the roots that go down, or like an iceberg that's got the tip and most of it's underground, right? Most of BibleStudyOffer.com that's being worked on right now is not the visual that you can see. It's not the paper products and the t-shirts and the apparel and the gear. All of that is great, and I'm jazzed about it, but... There's this whole labyrinth of technology underneath it that I know I've got techier people in the room than I do, and I'm going to just slaughter all the terms. I am not your tech support guy, okay? But I live in this world now, so i got to mediate somehow, okay? When BibleStudyOffer.com was originally built, it was put together, it was launched in 2016, so it was built around 2015 on a platform called Drupal. Seven. Is there anyone who's ever heard the word Drupal before? All right, you know Drupal. Right, Drupal 7 is, it's like a car, but it's a Model T now compared to a Tesla, right? It, and you think like, man, six years ago, that's not long. Six years in technology is decades, okay? It's, it's just, so it was, it was getting a little long in the tooth and it was having some, you know, support issues and So we needed not only to rebrand Bible Study Offer, we wanted to change some of the functionality of the internal workings itself, okay? And we wanted to upgrade those and improve them. But to start with, what we had to do 
What, be clear, what we had to do, <laughs> I had to find some people who knew what to do, all right? And let me tell you, if you want to make money right now in the Seventh-day Adventist Church, you want to have job security, go into like web development and design and, and coding and all that kind of stuff. There is a world of work available for you right now. And um, well, I, I digress. It took a long time to hunt down the right team, but just like for the branding, we got types and symbols and contracted with them and they did a great job. We found another firm called Research and Design who does this. Now, they're not exclusively Seventh-day Adventist, but they're very Seventh-day Adventist friendly. They're Seventh-day Adventist on staff, and they've worked on other Seventh-day Adventist projects for like the North American Division, the General Conference, I believe, other, you know, Review and Herald, these kind of things. So we said, we want to do this thing well. We need the people who know what they're doing and not us just duct taping stuff together all the time. So all of that process has been going. But one of the things we had to do before we could start, all right, fix this, fix this, fix this, was to transition everything that was existing from Drupal 7 up to Drupal 9. Okay, now, I don't know how you do that, but apparently it's not as easy as just copy and paste, right? You had to like, there's new functionality, different ways you go about doing things. So anyway, a lot of that work has been going on. So when people say, hey, when's the new Bible study offer going to be? It's like, I don't even know how to answer that question right now. It's all in transition. Now, one of the things you've experienced if you tried to log on this week and saw that the site BibleStudyOffer.com was down was because in that transition, as I understand it, some pieces and parts got moved over and disconnected somehow and it didn't work seamlessly, right? So we're currently right in this very moment trying to make sure that that resolves. Now, all of it is going to be nice and smooth by our launch date on July 23, uh, that Sabbath, right? That's the first Sabbath that's going to be live. And it'll all be worked out because it's all going to be on one network. It's all going to be nice. But right now, we're straddling the fence between the old and the new, and we're having some of those things fall through the cracks a little bit. So it's not that all is lost or anything like that. It's just in the process of being rebuilt and reformatted. So let's take a look at a couple of things. First of all, on the left is a screenshot. I wanted to at least get a screenshot in case our internet connection didn't see it. You could see what the old and new looks like. The current BSO website you're probably familiar with looks just like this, and the new BSO website's gonna look like this, okay? Um, so we're very excited about the look and feel of it. Um, what we're gonna do here, I'm gonna show you a chart that I'm gonna hope will make sense. Right now, when someone goes to BibleStudyOffer.com, they are, ooh, thank you, Pastor Bob. Yeah. We should have done this. We could get some candles and some soft music, a fireplace going. <laughs> like have a living room kind of vibe in here. Kind of, that's good. Get that institutional stuff away. All right. When someone goes to BibleStudyOffer.com, uh, they are completely disconnected from the Seventh-day Adventist Church, from any ministry. They're just a complete stranger, they run into BibleStudyOffer.com and they're faced with two simple choices. Would you like to study either Landmarks of Prophecy or It Is Written? And you click on one of those two and then we'll walk through that process. That's the most basic interaction you can have with BibleStudyOffer.com is just the man off the street. They're not behind the scenes. They're not a coordinator. They're not a study leader. They're not a supervisor. They don't have, they're just interacting with it point blank on the very tip of the spear. Okay. That is a registrant. Now, when we go to this next slide, I don't know if you can see this clearly, 
But this is kind of the layout of the layers of people, of leadership, the leadership roles in BibleStudyOffer.com. The most uh, basic being the registrant themselves. They stepped into the BibleStudyOffer.com ecosystem and they're looking around and they're just looking at the front end of the website. That's all they can see. Does someone who's a complete stranger to BibleStudyOffer.com have a login to get in behind the scenes? No. So between this, this role right here, the registrant, this imaginary line here is the front end of BibleStudyOffer.com. They run into that, okay? Now, the next person up used to be the coordinator. So whenever this person would register, say, I'd like a Bible study, please, that would go to the coordinator, and then the coordinator would get a study leader out, but the study leaders didn't have their own accounts. So they didn't have any way to interact with the website except through the coordinator logging in for them. See what I'm saying? So that was one of the technical issues that we wanted to resolve this time is like, what if we could put the, the registration will still go to the coordinator and they will deploy a study leader, but the study leader then has a direct connection to the BSO website and the registrant. So the connective tissue is tighter between the registrant and BibleStudyOffer.com. Now, we're going to talk about why that's important in just a minute. But basically, we have the registrant, the least interactive because they only deal with the front end. Then you have the study leader who's going to interact directly with them and communicate with the coordinator. Now, in the new BibleStudyOffer.com, the study leader does not have access to all the Bible study interests in your local church. They only have access to their corner of the shop. Okay? So when the coordinator of your local church assigns a registrant to a Bible study leader, that's what the Bible study leader can see. So when they log in, they're going to be able to, of course, see the regular front end of Bible study offer, but then they log into it to get, to get behind the curtain, if you will. They don't see, they can't order merchandise. They can't uh, make any adjustments and edits. They can't move people around. They don't have that administrative ability. But what they do have is the connection to the study, to study individuals, the registrants, the interests who've been assigned to them. So an individual study leader will not have a very complicated experience with BibleStudyOffer.com, even on the back end. All they're going to have is the front end, just like everybody else in the world, and when they log in, they'll have a list of, here are my students, here are my study interests, and I'm going to follow up with them. Now, you combine that individual connection with that mobile-friendly interface, and then you can be on your smartphone, connected to the back end of Bible Study Offer, following up your Bible study interest and right there in your car or on the, on the walk out <laughs> to your car, you could just log, click, click, and say, yep, we just did lesson three. Click and just submit. Just like that. Yes, sir? Will it just be on a web browser? Or will you have an app? It's not an app. It's a very mobile-friendly web browser, okay? So I don't know anything about app world, but I'm sure I'll lose all of my hair when it comes to transitioning to app if that ever happens. But for the time being, for 99% of the people, it will function as though it's an app. So what I would recommend you do if you're a study leader is just save that little login uh, link on your 
uh, home screen on your phone. So it looks like and it functions like an app. You just click a one button, whoop, it pops up, and you can see, all right, here are my four people who've been assigned to me. I just met with Brother John, and click, there we go. So behind the veil, if you will, behind the scenes, the next uh, most limited restricted access is the study leader who only has access to their study interests. Are we all on the same page there? Yeah. Okay, so hopefully we can have a whole sea of study leaders who aren't gonna be accidentally editing things and moving things and deleting or anything like that. They don't have administrative access except for the assigned study interest for them. In fact, you could have your church coordinator might have 25 different interests and five to this study leader, five to this one, and they're doled out among them. The coordinator, however, can see all of them. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. I have a question about... Yes, ma'am. Um, like, yes. Absolutely. And in fact, I'm going <laughs> to hazard a guess that in most churches, the coordinator is going to be right in the muck with the study leaders, right? <laughs> in fact, that, we talked yesterday, what's the least amount of people you can have to have an effective Bible school? And you, I mean, I guess in a technical level, you could do it all by yourself, but you probably at least want one other person to help you out. But it, most churches are probably going to have a very small core group of people who are at least starting this. Now, the goal is to have people, especially a coordinator who understands what they're doing, and you can help recruit other people to be study leaders and say, look, it's not intimidating, it's not overwhelming, it's incredibly simple, we just need frontline workers. Okay? And then see what, what you would ideally want to see is one coordinator and a study leader. Hey, we got another study leader and another study leader. And so your whole church, wouldn't it be wonderful if the active members of the church were all eager and willing and able to follow up on a Bible study interest? So the whole church becomes a Bible school. And we've got representatives in your area ready to help you out. You know, and we can say that forthrightly, honestly. It'd be great. So anyway, the registrant sees nothing on the back end. The study leader only sees their portion of the assigned interests given up by the coordinator. The coordinator oversees everything in the local church. So they are responsible to receive the interests and dole them out to the study leaders. Hang on just a second. They are also responsible to order materials and they can do administrative things like if someone was uh, incorrectly assigned to their local church and it needs to be moved to another one, they can actually do some of the editing and shifting around. Okay? Now let me tell you, and, and it's going to get better as we go along, but one of the coolest features about the newbiblestudyoffer.com is a little tab that says Masquerade As. I know. It's okay. I know you don't understand. I'm learning it too, but as I've seen it demoed now, it's one of the coolest features in the world. And that is that as we go up the chain of responsibility and expanded access, the person above, if the someone below them is having a trouble, like they have a study leader that says, I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to, um, how to, how to put a note in, I don't know how to click, I, there's something I don't know. Well, instead of the coordinator having to say, what do you see on your screen? Tell me this. They can sit there and just say, well, let me just be you for just a second. They can masquerade as that person and then function as that person in their place. And as you go up, conferences all the way up to the leadership of Bible, 
we can get into anything along the line. So when someone calls, I need help with this thing, how do we, well, let me just help you out and I can be you while I'm on the phone with you. I can masquerade as that individual and edit on their behalf. It's pretty slick. I'm pretty excited about that. Everything that's in your sphere, you have editing capability. So it's like, I wanna, oh, I clicked it. Oh, I clicked the wrong thing. Just undo it and fix it. So anything, you are responsible for your corner of the shop, but you can't accidentally, you know, order $500 worth of stuff. Like, oh, <laughs> that mistake, we let the coordinator make. <laughs> All right, does that make sense though? All right. One of the hiccups that we're having on this day at this moment is now, Bible, by the way, if you go right now to BibleStudyOffer.com, it's back up and running as of last evening, okay? But one of the things that hasn't repopulated is the Bible study interest. So now we're getting texts and phone calls like, oh, my Bible studies are gone. It's like, they're not gone. They're just not visible. We're just having to connect the tissue on the back end right now. All that data exists and it will be imported and populated in the new BSO. So it's not gonna be wiping the slate clean and finding new interests just to be clear about that. Now, one of the things I do want to be clear about, and we haven't gotten to this yet, but since we jumped the gun here, the every local church that's currently using BibleStudyOffer.com will need to re-register to be, continue being part of the BibleStudyOffer.com network. All right, there's been enough behind-the-scenes changes and whatnot that we need everyone to, to basically log in. I'd like to join BibleStudy. Well, I've already been here for five years. Well, Yes, but we're on a new platform now and it's gonna to need to be reactivated, re-upped, which is a technical thing we need to do, but also it's a helpful tool to remind people they're gonna be acting, you're basically gonna get an email that says, welcome to BibleStudyOffer.com. Here's what it means to be part of the BibleStudyOffer.com ministry and remind people of the expectations and the processes, basically a refresh for everybody. But all your old data will be there. We just need to start new uh, when the relaunch happens. So, for most everyone in here, these are the two areas that are the most vital in the local church. The highest level of administrative leadership at the local church is the BSO coordinator, okay? And then you have a sea of study leaders, and those are the two positions. Now, what I want to share with you, I'll go up this chain more and show you how it works, okay? But conference manager, because right now, believe it or not, BibleStudyOffer.com has a presence in, I think, 26 different conferences, wow. which is great, uh, but then we need someone who's going to oversee the conferences, because now we have, like, A, coordinators for a single church, but what if there's multiple churches? Or in the Michigan conference, there's 180-something churches. Well, then we need a conference level manager who can be the, the, the helper to all the coordinators. Does that make sense? So where do the coordinators go for help? Well, if we have one coordinator for every church, and just in Michigan we have 180 churches. And then you have 20 other conferences that might have even, say, a dozen in each one. Well, now we're in the hundreds of local sites, and it would be bad if every time a coordinator had a hiccup, Mark or I got a text message. It's just too much. So we need to do the Jethro model, have captains over tens and fifties and hundreds, you know, that kind of thing. And that's where this model comes in. So the conference manager will oversee all the churches assigned to them in their conference. That means they're the administrator of the coordinators in their conference. Does that make sense? Okay. But because we have multiple conferences, <laughs> we have the supervisor role, which is going to end up being 
uh, Pastor Howard, myself, and Stephanie Howard for the time being, and Jim Howard. Basically, you know, throw a rock at a Howard and you're going to hit one. Uh, <laughs> but that's where we are right now. But there is a level even higher than us. And they've labeled it super administrator. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but they're the people who are the developers who actually can go in the back end and actually meddle with like the tectonic plates that this thing is built on. I don't want access to that. I don't want to accidentally destroy. I want people who know what they're doing and a very few of those who have access to this level. Okay. But basically the Russian doll of BibleStudyOffer.com is seen in this flowchart from the registrant who just sees the front end, the study leader who only sees their assigned interests, the coordinator who oversees those leaders and probably does their own study leading themselves, right? for that church and they order materials and they do all the administrative functions on the local church level. Then you have the conference manager who has multiple churches full of coordinators. And then you have Bible study offer itself who's overseeing all the conferences. And even from this level, which is where I'm super pumped about, if there were someone in a local church, a coordinator, even a study leader said, I'm having trouble with this. I can click that. I can look at their, you know, on the screen and see them and say, let me masquerade as you real quick. Click that one click and now I'm interacting with Bible study offer as though I am that study leader, as though I am that coordinator. So we can fix things straight away. When someone now registers to get Bible studies on BibleStudyOffer.com, the very first thing we have for them is you've just registered. While you're waiting for these to arrive, why don't you share with another friend? So encouraging, hey, why don't you click this and say, hey, you know, invite someone because who wants to study alone? So why don't you get your, a, a family member, a friend, a neighbor to come along with you? And so what if we can start using the Bible study interest themselves to recruit other ones? Very briefly. Uh, just a quick question. What if we got a Bible study by asking someone, right? Yeah. Should I log, put them on there because it's a Bible study going sure. to keep track of it? I mean, yeah, I would, I mean, how people, every church, before BibleStudyOffer.com existed, you were supposed to have an interest coordinator, right? right? That's a function. In fact, is there, are there any interest coordinators in the room today? Okay, excellent. Now, interest coordinator is oftentimes, they're so closely connected, and especially in a small church, will end up being the personal ministries leader. Okay, let's just call it like it is. But if you read through the church manual, which I implore you, I beseech you, at least read the section called the work of the board. Okay? And it outlines, and there's another page that has the uh, interest coordinator, but if you'll notice that the interest coordinator is supposed to give a report every month to the church board about all the new interests that are... So let's walk through this for just a second. Just as we walk through the flow chart, let's walk through the interest process here. Let's say that at your local church you do a health outreach event. Let's say a health expo or something, okay? And you have the different, you have the New START acronym laid out, and you have like eight different stations for nutrition and exercise, water, you know, the whole spiel. And by the way, when people go through that, they're here for physical health. That's why they showed up. And it, it might take, a, it, you know, hey, my blood pressure is too high. My weight's a little this. My, I got some issues. Maybe I'm not getting enough sleep. And they realize, man, there's some changes I need to make in my life if I'm going to be physically more healthy. When they get the last one, trust in God, they think, hey, is there another aspect of your life that could also use a little reforming? <laughs> and, you're, and let's say you have 30 people attend your health ministry outreach. 
And at the end of the trust in God station, there's three of them that say, you know what? My spiritual health is off too. I used to go to church, hadn't been in 20 years. Just like I need to lose weight, I need to start by, yeah, I'd be interested in Bible studies. Praise the Lord. They fill out the little card, give their information. What happens to them? Now, pretend Bible study offer didn't exist. What would you do with those interest cards? 99% of people would prayerfully and carefully deliver them to the pastor. And they thank you so much. We're so excited for the work you get to do, right? Right? Let me read to you. And if someone can beat me to it, that's fine. But I've got the church manual right here in my notes app. And if you look up the term interest coordinator, um, let's see. Listen to this job description as it's written in the church manual. Interest coordinator. By the way, that's not interesting coordinator. That's not their job isn't to make things interesting. <laughs> yeah. It says this, interest coordinator. And you'll find this on page, let's see, what page is this? 86, okay, page 86 of the church manual. An interest coordinator should be elected to make sure that interests developed through the church's missionary outreach are cared for promptly. I love that they added promptly in there. Not just cared for generally, but promptly. Now, notice also, what is the purpose of the church's outreach functions? It's to gain interests. Okay, now, this person is a member of the board and the person ministry's council and works directly with the pastor and chairperson of that council. Duties of this office include, and there are only three things, the interest coordinator. Number one, keeping an organized list of all interest received by the church. Okay, so if you had a vacation Bible school, you had a health outreach, you had this thing. Oh, we're collecting a bunch of interests, a list of them. So that's number one, just keeping the list. Duty number two, assisting the pastor and chairperson of the personal ministries council in enlisting and recruiting qualified members for follow-up service. So not only here are our interests, but we want to connect those interests to members who will follow up with them. That's duty number two. Duty number three, presenting to the board a monthly report, which by the way, you wouldn't ever have a board meeting without a financial report. And we keep track of money to the penny. But when it comes to people who are interested in salvation, we have to recalibrate our priorities. Now that's not to say that money is unimportant but it serves the greater purpose of winning souls for Christ. Presenting to the board a monthly report on the number of interests received and followed up. So you would say to the report, all right, last month we had these two outreach initiatives. We got three new interests. Their names are this and this and this. And the people working with them now are sister, sister, and brother so-and-so. Praise the Lord. That's my report. It takes two minutes. Now, the last line. When an interest is sufficiently developed, it should be shared with the pastor. Imagine a pastor has a church full of members who are workers. Right? They're not just watchers, they're workers. 
and you have a member come up to you and say, I'd like you to meet my new friend. And you say, oh, that's great. Have, is this your first time visiting the church? No, actually, I've been coming for a while now. I've been studying with, and they said it's about time I should meet you. I'd like to get baptized. Instead of taking all the soul winning work and expecting it to be primarily the pastor's responsibility, that is primarily the responsibility of the members of the church to work in cooperation with the pastor. Okay? Now, all of this was before Bible study offer even existed. That's just part of our DNA. Bible study offer is simply a tool to help facilitate those responsibilities we already had to start with. Does that make sense? So Bible study offer is simply a better shovel. But we were supposed to dig a ditch for years. It's just a more helpful tool. So when it comes back to your question, when people keep that, an interest coordinator, for example, would keep a list of interests, a lot of churches will do it on an Excel spreadsheet. Uh, some might just have a handwritten note if they do it at all. Other people might use Disciple software or something like that, all of which are totally legitimate. You could, if you wanted to, use Bible study offer because people will say, well, this isn't an interest generated by Bible study offer, so it's not a real Bible study interest, Bible study offer interest. Bible study offer isn't intended to be merely an interest generator. It's supposed to be this, this tool that can help you run a Bible school. So that, for instance, well, what about a young person who made a decision at camp? Well, great. You can put them in there. In fact, we've been partnering with Camp Asaba for the last several years because they used to, when those hundreds of decisions are made by those young people at camp, well, they need to go back to a local church. And they used to literally have a physical little index card that they would mail in an envelope to the local church, praying that someone would pick up that card and follow up with the kid. Yeah, right. And they were always mailed to the pastors. Mm-hmm. Well, what if we could instantly say, hey, we just finished up with teen camp and your church has three young people who made decisions for baptism. They need to be followed up with and prepare them. Well, and it goes through the Bible study offer channel. Plus, we now have children's studies or what. So the tools are there, the, the mechanism is there to help facilitate the work we've already been doing. I cannot emphasize this enough. Bible study offer is not launching some new work. It's just a better tool to do the work we've been spo- we're supposed to have been doing all along. That's, yeah. So anyway, this is the flow chart of responsibility, and we are only 15 minutes away. Now, what I wanted to show you is this clever thing. We talked about the mobile friendliness. This is what it will look like. I'll show it. Well, let's, go, let's, let's do this first. Let's hop out of here, and let's see if our internet works. You know, you've had those preachers say, pray for me as I preach. Let's see, pray for us as our internet <laughs> gets up and running. All right. This is the new BibleStudyOffer.com interface, okay? So the old one, or the current one, I should say, looks like this. Let's just go back here. That's the coordinate. This is what people would see when they log in. Let me just kind of wheel around here. And um, you're hopefully familiar with this page, right? So they've got the two choices, and the, all they see is the logo, and this, hey, you can request a free Bible studies. The two options. And if we all know that there's a menu up here, I'm, I should log out. But um, in fact, let me log out just to show you what it looks like. All right, this is, the, and there's this little menu tab. And if you click on it, it opens up a secret menu. There you go. 
And then you can log in. Now, there are frequently asked questions, you know, tucked away in there. But if someone had a question about this, they'd have to know to go to the menu to open up a secret thing no. that open. You see what I'm saying? It's a little bit not as, you know, overt. All right, so what we wanted to do is fix that up. There's several things we wanted to fix on here. Uh, the login is there. And so as you go beyond the wall, if you will, to get into, um, by the way, this, what we're going to see now is a pretend church that we use just for sampling. Mm -hmm. uh, just to have fun, Elder Howard put it in Hawaii. <laughs> So it's the Honolulu church or something like that. Um, but this is what it looks like when you log in as your coordinator currently on BibleStudyOffer.com. You have your Bible Study Requests tab, or you can order supplies and get resources, okay? And then inside of Bible Study Requests, you have the new ones, the active one, inactive, and baptized. And so, you know, this is the interface. The new BibleStudyOffer.com, let's take a look and see what are some of the differences here. First of all, the FAQ is right there, but also, as you scroll down, it's got a more dynamic and... Um, if you go back to tying the branding together with the function of the website, one of the things I love about the logo, and I've mentioned this before, it's not just a Bible, and it's not just even an open Bible. It's got scribbling in it, highlighting, little pencil marks. You're going to see that motif running all through this, right? The idea, what does that convey? Action. It's dynamic. Like it's a very simple thing, but it shows what we want you to do is open your Bible and look at it and read it and study it and gain information from it, right? So that's already in this. And so that idea, that highlighter and pencil mark concept is woven through everything in the website now, okay? So even, uh, even in the imagery used here, like... Oh, it's like a highlighter thing and a hand-drawn note, and it's like kind of like more dynamic fonts and this kind of stuff. And like, there's this picture of a, of a path, but you've written on it. You know, this idea, we're taking a journey with God. We believe God's word is for everyone. We're committed to delivering all of our studies to you for free. Notice it doesn't say mailing them or downloading them. It just uses the word delivering them. Okay? So... You could either say, you will receive, which is true, or we will deliver, but it doesn't say, check your mailbox, or it doesn't say, check your inbox. It's going to be brought to you, right? So we're not going to explicitly say, now be clear, we're not going to put in the mail. We're going to have somebody knock on your door. But that is what we mean by delivering all of our studies to you for free. By the way, you see that free is a big deal because people are very used to Stuff not being free these days. Or, but we want to demonstrate that there are no strings attached. Nothing is hidden here. Now, uh, for instance, so when you go to the prophecy studies, notice that the little highlighter pops on. It's cl clear. Prophecy studies. Notice we talked about the three categories instead of two options. Okay? Now, the reason we have three is because we have the children's studies. And the reason we move to categories instead of specific study series is because... There are some churches who don't want to use the It Is Written or the Amazing Facts study guides. They love whatever these other ones are. But at the currently, the Bible study offer doesn't allow you to use anything except for those two, because that's what we promised. Well, now we've tweaked it so that you're going to get a series of studies that's focused on prophecy. Well, that could be the landmarks of prophecy. 
It could be some other prophecy series that you know and love and are familiar with. Great, put it to use. So when you click on this one, it says here, by the way, our prophecy series combines Bible study guides with companion videos. Notice we've dropped the specific DVD nomenclature. It's still video, and DVDs currently exist and probably will continue to exist for a transitionary period of time. But the next thing we're also doing is there will be hidden pages. No one will ever be able to actually see them by like, searching them out and clicking them. But on each study guide or the, uh, uh, the accompanying um, review card, there will be a QR code. When you scan that, when the Bible study interest can scan that, it takes them automatically to a video, which used to be the DVD, okay? So the exact same video will be available, but it's not gonna go to it on YouTube. It's not gonna be opening up the World Wide Web, so you don't accidentally run into, you know, joesihateadventist.com. <laughs> and you're not gonna be like, oh, here's all the view studies you can do. Well, let me skip ahead to the Mark of the Beast. Slow down. It's going to be an interface with one video embedded on it. It's just the one that goes with that study. That's all you see. Mm -hmm. Okay? And so they can have it. You can give them that piece of paper, and they're getting the video with it wow. by getting that piece of paper. Okay? Right. Now, if they want DVDs, they're still available, but the world is transitioning yeah. away from that media to streaming and downloadable and, you know, online interactive. Yeah. Sister Jordan. Sorry, where is that QR code going to be? It's coming. It doesn't currently exist, but it's part of the new thing. But we're thinking the best place to put them will be on the review card that goes with the Bible study guides for a couple of reasons. Number one, we don't have to, you know, hey, amazing facts, could you change all of your Bible study guides to include this QR code on them? Also, so that puts it inside of our control a little bit. But the other ancillary benefit of that is you encourage study leaders to use the review cards. If you want the video, it goes through the review card, right? And so you're keeping that, that interactive a little bit better. If you notice, QR codes are all over this campus now. I think that's a really interesting thing. QR codes aren't new. They've been around for, what, a decade now or more? But they were cool. But when, you, when the smartphones first came out, you had to like get a separate QR code reader yeah. app. And that, like, so you had to like open two different things. But... I think it was only the last couple of years that iPhones made it part of integrated into the camera function. So your camera is always looking for them. So if you just open your camera and point it in front of any QR code, it just you know said, would you like to open this way? Click, there you go. So that kind of integration into the smartphone is why QR codes are coming back with a vengeance now because it's just so ubiquitous and handy. All right, let's keep going. So. Um, our prophecy series combines Bible study guides with companion videos on such subjects as last day events, the coming of Christ, the mystery of death, heaven and hell, the antichrist, the mark of the beast, and many more prophecy-related topics. This series is ideal for more advanced users or just those who want to understand prophecy better. Okay? And a lot of people will say, yes, I know Jesus and I know the Bible, but I don't know much about Bible. Pro okay, this is great for you. Okay? Now, the topical studies, that's what we're calling the it is written study guides. But you know what's going to happen? In both of these series, they're going to learn about the state of the dead and the second coming, and, you know, and they're going to touch on prophecy. This one's just literally labeled prophecy, and it has the perspective of starting from that viewpoint of prophecy, where this one is more generic in that sense. So it's not like, oh, which one's the good one? 
they're both good. It's just responding what people are interested in, right? So our topical series consists of beautifully illustrated study guides that focus on the most important topics for your life, future and salvation. While it includes some prophecy, this series is especially helpful for beginners who have a very basic understanding of the Christian religion. All right, if you're just for Christianity 101, maybe this is the better thing to start with. That's fine. And of course, children. Our children's studies are fun and easy for young Bible students to fill out. Designed for ages 7 through 12, these lessons beautifully feature high, uh, these lessons feature high quality illustrations, Bible-based questions with an answer key in each lesson. By the way, that's the handy thing about the kids' lessons is they have the answer keys inside the lessons. And I think the adults' ones have that too. But anyway, yeah. Maybe yeah, it is written does. I'm not sure that Landmarks does. I don't remember off the top of my head, but the kids wouldn't do. By the way, the children's studies are really great. Uh, they're really, they are beautifully illustrated and they're simple. If you have someone who's not very a great reader, or maybe they're, you know, for instance, the Adult Sabbath School Quarterly publishes an easy reader version that's more simplified language, you know, simpler concept. It's, this is a good one. It may be those, maybe adults with maybe a, a slower, you know, mental capacity or something. Okay, there's still studies for them too. You can work with anybody. So hopefully we're getting everybody here. Now the difference is when we get here, uh, it says here, these, uh, this one, when you sign up, well, let's just see what it looks like. When you click on prophecy studies, oh, I forgot to tell you this too. Shoot. As you scroll down, um, there's this promo video, which is still the old one. We haven't made a new one yet. Keep us in prayer. Um, then there's the frequently asked questions. It's a much more prominent place on the website. You don't have to click and find it. It's just right there. Uh, which study should I choose? Um, and our topical studies are great for this and that. What's the catch? What's the hidden cost? No catch. What you see is what you get with BibleStudyOffer.com. There are absolutely no hidden costs or catches. We offer these materials freely because of our firm conviction that the Bible needs to be available to everyone. If at any time you're not completely satisfied with the studies you receive, you may change to a different series or cancel altogether. No obligation. You're fine. Can I request more than one study? You can, but we suggest that you start with one and go through it. And then if you want more, you go through another one. That you're not taking them both at the same time because your head won't be screwed on straight exactly. <laughs> You'll lose your train of thought there. Can I get more lessons to share? I want a whole stack of these. What? Well, that'd be great, but we want everyone to sign up individually so that we, you know, obviously we can keep track of them and help them as you've been helped here. Uh, how long does it take to get my study guides? Let's talk about this. In most cases, you receive your study guides, uh, study resources in five to seven days. The current one, if I'm not mistaken, Let's just double check. I believe it's two weeks. I'll tell you that I was one of the voices urging us to tighten that up. Amen. Now, you're saying amen now in theory. Whenever you're eight days late and you realize you're in trouble, that's going to be another thing. But the... I mean, especially with the recent COVID stuff, like... the at-home delivery stuff, whether it's Amazon or Grubhub or whatever your food, you know exactly what I'm talking about now. That there's just more, you mentioned that, right? I was going to say, you can, you can get a tractor sent to you in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like literally, John Deere will send you a tractor. As long as it's stuff. Yeah. As long as it's, and the good thing is we're doing okay on supply chain with this right now. But do keep that in prayer too, because paper is hard to come by right now. So we're, you know, we want to keep all the suppliers and vendors in prayer too, that they can have the resources when people ask for them, we can deliver them, right? But I would hate for the bottleneck of BSO to be the people 
who are tasked with giving the Bible studies just aren't going and doing it. <laughs> right. Now, we're not going to shame anybody or anything like that, but just the reality is that when you look on the, what we can see from the conference side, the coordinator panel of, of our view of it, you can see here's all the new interests that have come in in the last day, week, month, or whatever. We can see all the churches they're assigned to, and we can see their status of whether they're active or inactive. Or haven't even been activated at all. And it's, it's amazing how many Bible studies come in and just... Now, I don't know if they're being followed up with and just it's not being reported. I'm praying that that's the issue. But that's why we wanted to upgrade the tracking part of this process so that it's simpler and easier and we get more accurate information downstream of those interests that come in. Because if, if they're not going to, again, if Amazon, we talked about this yesterday, had a beautiful website and had all the options and a nice click, click, click process and they had all the vans sitting out there, but they didn't have the people actually bring your stuff to the door, Amazon would fold. You'd be done. The power of BibleStudyOffer.com is not in the merchandise and it's not in the website. It's in the Bible study ministry in that local church. That's where the key's going to happen. That's going to make or break BibleStudyOffer.com. And so from our side of it, we wanted to make sure that there was quality control or at least assessment, oversight, accountability for our local study leaders and study coordinators that if a study interest come in, for the love of mercy, give them what they're asking for. And if Amazon Prime can deliver me ramen noodles in two days or less, how can we not deliver the bread of life? Come on. So five to seven, that was a negotiated point. We could have made it six to eight or four to five. Whatever. You know what I'm saying is, I'd love to say within the week you'll get it. I'd love to say within the day you'll get it, but we'll start with the week, okay? On that part about like when should they get their studies, Sister White writes, there is danger in what? Delay. Delay. That soul whom you might have found, that soul to whom you might have opened the scriptures, passes beyond your reach. Have you ever gone up to someone who requested their Bible studies and by the time we get there, they don't want them anymore? That happens. You know there's an urgency all through the scripture about making decisions and following up on them in the moment? Remember your creator in the days of your youth, before the silver quarters, before you don't want them anymore. Right? Choose you this day whom you was. Why always this day? Why now? Because as soon as you make a decision for Christ, Satan's going to start meddling with their head, right? And like, oh, I didn't want it. I forgot about that. It was just a late night thing. I didn't know what it was. Strike while the iron's hot, right? Passes beyond your reach. Satan has prepared some net for his feet. By the way, Satan is a diligent soul winner. Is he not? He prowls around like a rodent, and he doesn't like, oh, they made a decision. I'll honor it. I'll back it. Please. There's no honor. Satan has prepared some net for his feet, and tomorrow he may be working out the plans of the arch enemy of God. Why delay one day? Why not go to work at once? I want that to be the mindset of our Bible study leaders and our local coordinators that, hey, a new one has come in. Let's get on it. Mm. So, anyway, go back to our website here. Oh, we're already over time. 
We're going to have to pick up some of this stuff tomorrow, and that's not a problem at all. But Because um, we're going to walk through what it looks like here on BibleStudyOffer.com, what they're going to go through. And then, by the way, here's how you as a coordinator will log in. It's way down here at the bottom, coordinator login. It's, it's hidden less. I don't want the people to be looking and say, what is login? What does that mean? Do I have to get a login? How do I start? It's not for you. And we don't want to say, hey, it's not for you. This is hidden. <laughs> so we just put it, yep, it's down here and coordinator login. And what you'll end up seeing is basically a dashboard similar to the other one. It's going to have different colors and different kind of layouts, but the same material is there. In fact, there's going to be more functionality and I wish it was live right now. I could walk you through it in real time, but it's still literally being built. But it's going to be a, we're going to have an email that comes out to all of our Bible study coordinators and pastors to re-sign up. Now, I don't know if all of you are in here about this, but because of the technical aspects moving from the Drupal 7 to Drupal 9 and some of the things there, every church that's already on the BSO platform will have to basically re-register. But that does not mean you're going to have to start with scratch with an empty canvas. All the materials from before, all your names and everything are going to be imported in there. But it is a nice opportunity to remind you and your study leaders, your board. Because by the way, your whole church is now part of this team. So I do not want one zealous saint signing their whole church up. And now you put that church and BibleStudyOffer.com's reputation on the back of a church who wasn't on board. I'd rather you choose you this day, count the cost, and go into it with a commitment. I'd rather have, you know, a hundred well-functioning BibleStudyOffer.com local churches than a thousand, and they're completely sporadic. See what I'm saying? Let's do a few things well instead of all kinds of things all over the place. Anyway, we're going to pick up a lot of this tomorrow. We need to close the prayer day. I also want to let you know that in the back, there are t-shirts. If you didn't get one, and you're going to wear one, and you're going to win souls with it, <laughs> we have sizes from extra small all the way up to 3X, and I'm sure they're all still available in those. So please make sure you pick up one of those for yourself. Now, please also don't try to take 12 for your church family. We don't have that kind of uh, numbers right now. But for those who came to the seminar, we wanted to give you the front end uh, of the advertising materials and resources. So uh, we're going to be back here tomorrow, 930, from Click to Christ. But for right now, let's pray. Amen. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you so much for the, for the uh, responsibility and privilege you've given each one of us to be co-laborers with you. Help us, Lord, to work under the direction of the Holy Spirit, even if there wasn't a church family or a Bible study offer or anything like that, that we want to be soul winners and we want to have the tools to do it well. Lord, please be with every aspect of this, whether it's the technical side of it, the individual members, the church families are going to be involved, but especially those people who are you moving on their hearts even now to click on this or to want spiritual things. Lord, help us to be the missionaries you call us to be. For we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. To listen to more of these presentations, you may visit the audio archives at misda.org slash audio 22 or search for Michigan Conference Camp Meeting wherever you get your podcasts.